This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Yeah, expecting some downpours at some point later this morning. And the severe risk of storms increases this afternoon and this evening. With 81 is your expected high. Right now, it's 73. It's Cincinnati's Q102. <sighs> we got Drake begging fans to keep their bras on. <laughs> A new docuseries about women who date homeless men and a handful of other stuff that we'll get to here shortly. But first, let's begin this hour Z News with Billy Porter and Harry Styles yeah. this morning. Yeah, and this is an interesting conversation because it comes from, uh, it also is sparked by a magazine cover from 2020. If you remember it, which you probably will, Harry Styles was the first guy on the cover of Vogue and he did it in gender neutral attire. So now the question is being asked, was that a show of support for the LGBTQ community or was it appropriation? And Billy Porter has some thoughts on that. He says, Styles is white and he's straight. That's why he's on the cover. How does he know? How does he know what? How does he know he's straight? I because probably because we've only ever seen him dating women. I don't know if that's why he's making that assumption. Well, he's assuming. Right. So, well, he says non-binary, blah, 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 blah. I, has Harry said he's non-binary? I thought he did say it, didn't he? I kind of feel like he came out, he came out something. as something. Hold on, I'll look it up. All right. But anyway, this is what this is the direct quote from Billy Porter. He says, Styles is white and he's straight. That's why he's on the cover. Non-binary, blah, 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 blah. No, it doesn't feel good to me. You're using my community or your people are using my community to elevate you. You haven't had to sacrifice anything. Even though it sounds like he's trashing Harry, Billy is more upset at the gatekeepers like Vogue editor Anna Winter, which he, he calls the B word. And then he says he's he just, calls the B word. He calls Anna Winter, yes, the B word. He says he's just doing it because it's the thing to do. This is politics for me. This is my life. I had to fight my entire life to get to the place where I could wear a dress to the Oscars and not be gunned down. All he has to do is be white and straight. Why can't Harry wear what he wants when he wants to wear it? It says how that, is that like, any why different? Why is it any of Billy Porter's business? And yeah, why is it any different than anybody wearing anything right. that they want to? It says he's never firmly claimed a non-binary label, but if people ask him often, and he just speaks about it. People I didn't say, realize. I'm sure, he is violating a gender norm was against the law. According well, to Billy Porter. Maybe Billy Porter's point is if Vogue is going to truly be edgy, then put someone who actually lives the lifestyle or has been this way their whole life should be the ones to grace the cover. Oh, like Insta. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, I don't know. This is where. I don't know that I agree with that point. but Well, it, it feels like it's not the same. But it feels like the community that I'm a part of, the disability community, when they have an actor play someone with a disability instead of actually hiring an actor who has the disability. 
You know, it kind of feels like why not let the person who actually lives it represent what it is mm-hmm. that you're wanting to represent. Yeah, but Harry Styles so is not acting. Harry Styles just being Harry Styles. Harry just does wear dresses. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fashion magazine, and Harry Styles is known for wearing interesting things. That's yeah. just how he expresses and so himself. His Therefore, he's yeah. on the cover of the fashion magazine wearing interesting things. That's right. where that's how I see it. Yeah, uh, game well, over. <laughs> there's a lot of magazines that say Harry Styles and a bunch of other celebrities refuse to label their sexuality. Right. So maybe that's another reason why they felt like it was a that they can put him up there, there because he's not labeling it at all. He yeah. just is. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. we got a bunch of other stuff to get you caught up on as well this morning, including Tiffany Haddish's involvement in a new docuseries about women who date homeless men. That's all coming up straight ahead. First, to check the roads, we got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440. Or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Producing a docuseries about women who date homeless men, it's an issue that resonates with her on a very, very personal level. She said, I experienced homelessness myself and found that there was a stigma on it that I don't think should be there. Everyone deserves to be loved. Everyone deserves to have someone supporting them and caring for them, not necessarily carrying them all the way. It's really important for people to make sure that they know that because it's really hard to be homeless, so many people are isolated and living on the streets alone. Hmm. So we don't know the status of the show right now because this came from an interview that was conducted before the SAG strike. Uh, not sure where we're going to get to see it either, but she is working on it. I'll tell you, I made the mistake over the weekend of starting to watch the number one show on Netflix right now. Which one's that? Painkiller. Oh, yeah, that got, I got targeted with that. Is it pretty good? What's it's it about? infuriating. Well, that's, you're really selling it for me here. It's, well, it's about Purdue Pharma and the opioid crisis. Is and it a doc- documentary? Had, it is. A, oh. Well, it's a docu-series, so it's, like, based on a true story. And they start each episode with someone, you know, saying that, you know, names and places have been changed, you know, ah. for a dramatic effect. She says, but the story is are real and of course this person telling this at the beginning of the show is someone who lost someone to opioids so mm-hmm. it's a mother it's a you know, a brother it's just it's so it starts out just heart-wrenching but it is in fear i'm done i think i've watched three or four and That's i'm like i felt when i watched dope sick i'm like Michael i know Keaton, this story i know way. the story i know Depressing. the story oh. i don't need to see well i think it's important to understand Same. what's going on. I just got so but, mad. Like, yeah, I, I, it was challenging me for for me to watch Dope Sick because I have family that have been affected by opioids. Mm-hmm. I have a ton of family that live in rural Kentucky, West Virginia, Virginia. And that was just such a hard show. I remember getting so mad. I told Scott, I'm like, turn it off. Like, yeah. Even though that was like a based on kind of, you mm-hmm. know, not necessarily because it was actors and acting. Right. That's what this is. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like a loose story. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so pissed. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, we watched the movie Blackberry, which I think Tim would love. What's that about? It is about the rise and fall of Research and Motion, the company that put out the Blackberry. Where is it? Is that Apple TV? start to finish. Uh, I saw it on Apple TV, but it's probably available on any number of platforms. And there are 
it obviously this takes place in Canada because that's where they were based. Blackberry. You loved the Blackberry. It was at the you time. Just I thought, thought it was, it was one of the, the greatest, greatest phones. things ever. What's so funny is though it takes me through those psychological triggers of oh my god, this is the greatest phone ever. I can't imagine life before this phone. This is the best thing. iPhone. What is this iPhone thing? There's no <laughs> keyboard. I have to have a keyboard. I have to be able to feel the keys. <laughs> no, I'm not. But that's stupid. And then the second day that after it comes out. I'm wandering past the Apple store, just wandering past the Apple store. And I'm like, let me see this stupid thing. And within 15 minutes, I was hooked. Yeah. Like, oh, I, yeah. nobody even had to show me how to use the phone. Yeah. And I was oh, like, I can remember. It's so oh intuitive. I remember so that, intuitive. too. I remember you being like, no, you just touch. You just touch it. Yeah. You just touch this part. Yeah. So it shows like the, it chronicles the rise and fall. It's So it's a drama. I don't know that I would call it a drama docu-movie, but it's a drama slash comedy, and they have interviewed the various players, and mm. some of them argue that certain scenes have been dramatized just a little bit unfairly, yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, what about, um, remember the ball on the Blackberry? Yes. Had, that was really fun. Oh, yeah. Remember that? It was kind of like a mouse. So does that company still it exist? Do they make other tech products? It, it does exist, uh, and they have 0% of the smartphone share today. Zero percent. Yeah. Oh, but wow. the two two of the founders left the company in 2012 because their stock shares were just obliterated and the board basically booted them. Say see you later. Yeah. But the story itself, like watching the beginning of this thing, because you're you're you know, you're rooting for them. Mm-hmm. And then and then things change and how they respond to change mm-hmm. is fascinating because you know, we all sort of went through that as consumers, too. Many of us who were BlackBerry diehard fanatics, or maybe for you it was the Palm Pilot, they make an appearance in that mm-hmm. as well. And then how we just all sort of moved to a completely different um, tool of efficiency. Mm-hmm. How that all went was just really interesting. And it was funny and it was entertaining along the way. There's a lot of comedic moments in it and great acting. I don't know any of these actors. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Very well done. Blackberry. Hmm. Blackberry, yeah. Okay. It's just called Blackberry. Uh, what else? What else? What else? The bras, the bras, the bras. Yeah, so Drake, Saturday night, was doing a show in L.A., and his five-year-old kid was with him. And he hmm. asked people, you know, because his kid was with him, could you please not throw any bras on stage? That'd be great. <laughs> Trying to keep it PG here. I got my kid here. He says, I can't talk about boobies tonight in L.A. because my son is at the show for the first time ever, so we got to keep it real PG. Of course, this request came after someone already threw one on stage, which he kicked off and called a glue-on. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's not very nice. It isn't. But in related news, Drake posted a photo of himself unbraiding Adonis's hair. Aw, yeah. that's sweet. That's sweet. All right. So this is kind of a fun little survey that the ringer.com did. It's kind of a, a March Madness style competition to determine who is the biggest pop culture jerk of all times. Mm. And the winner was Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah. Shooter. Just barely beat Eric Cartman from South Park in the final round with 54% of the vote. Oh, Eric Cartman. <laughs> so the competition started off with 64 jerks. Uh is it Draco Malfoy? Yeah. Okay. What's that from? Um, oh, it's a movie. Hang on. I'll look it up. Gollum. 
Stifler from American Pie, Newman from Seinfeld, Jer- oh, Harry Potter. Newman. Hello, Newman. That's Newman. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Okay. Yeah, I All was right. like, it's a movie. I couldn't remember which one. He was a Slytherin, the blonde-haired Slytherin. Oh, he was kid. the blonde kid. Yeah, I don't know all their names. Yep. All right, Jerry from Tom and Jerry, Biff from Back to the Future, Phil Connors from Groundhog Day, Larry David from Curb Your Enthusiasm, Squidward from SpongeBob. He's so funny, too. I know it. Jim from The Office was even on the list. Jim from The Office? Yeah. He's not a jerk. Well. I don't know. There were certain (laughs) seasons where Chris and I really really disliked Jim. Yeah. Well, the final four were Shooter, Cartman, Biff, and Larry David. Biff. I know it. And I guess what's kind of funny about the competition is Larry David almost won playing a guy based on himself. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's kind of like, oh, what does that say about you, Larry? That's a great show. Yeah, it is. Uh, how do you pronounce that? Is it Zachary Levi or Zachary Levy or Zachary Levy? L-E-V-I. Anyway, I'm not sure. he's the actor starring in Shazam, Fury of the Gods. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's interesting because... Uh, that movie is sort of a summer box office disappointment. Sure. And during a panel at a convention this weekend, he was complaining about the amount of garbage that's coming out of Hollywood these days without a hint of irony. Right. That he's in a really crappy movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's very funny. During a panel at a convention this weekend, he said, they don't care enough to actually make it great for you guys. They don't. They know that once you've already bought the ticket and you're in the seat, they've got your money. And the only way for us to change any of it is not to go to the garbage. Don't go to the garbage. We have to actively not choose the garbage. It'll help. It'll help a lot. And I think that's what people did with your film. (laughs) I wonder if anybody said that to him. Speaking of which, Barbie and Oppenheimer are still number one at the box office this past weekend. Yeah, and Britney Spears got a stripper pole. It's worth the view. That's all I'm going to say. It's pink. Looks it's high Barbie quality. Pink, yeah. It's high quality. It's got to be high quality because she's on it and it's just freestanding. Like it doesn't look like it's connected to anything, you know. Yeah. How most of the time you got to bolt it into the ceiling. Yeah. Hers is not like that. I'll tell you what, the girl likes to move. She I mean, does. You she gotta is a dancer. Give her, yeah. She is a she mover is, and a she shaker. Is, well, she is physically active. I'll give her that. When I watched it, I asked if there had been any professional training or if this just comes naturally. Natural. And it just, uh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. She is I a mean, pretty good dancer, though, isn't she? Oh, she yeah. does a lot of twirling. She's really big in the twirl it, department. And, yeah. and twerking. Yeah. I feel well, like she's one, a better dancer than and singer. She can, <laughs> she can smack also, her, her booty. her voice. Like, if you go through her Instagram, she's been talking more in her videos versus just dancing. And her voice sounds a, a touch like the Lindsay Lohan. Like she's got a... Been smoking too many Marlboro Reds. So, And it sounds oh. like, I don't know what's going on with her. Mm. It kind of disturbs me a touch. Maybe she's got uh, seasonal allergies. Could Maybe. be. Maybe. Uh, living in the valley. Didn't the people get together this weekend, though, Jeff? Speaking of the writers and all the crap that's been put out in Hollywood, didn't they come together? They had a meeting. And the meeting went okay? Uh, they decided to have another meeting. Oh, so it's a meeting for a meeting. I think so. It sounds like Never something- Never been to one of those. Last I heard. <laughs> sounds like something we would do around here. Yep. <laughs> what was, so what was decided at the meeting? Well, we need another We're gonna meeting. We're going to get back together. <laughs> so what you guys decide? We decided to talk. Yeah. We're going to sit down at the table and have it. Isn't that what you just did? So yeah. this is just the writers, though. This isn't the actors, or is it- That surprised me, as I thought they would all come together, but- Yeah, this is just the writers, not the actors. For the moment, but- Yeah. Mm. Where we are. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brad and Angie are officially divorced. 
Oh, that finally. was something else. Oh, God, I thought that, that, was, that was done years done. ago. Oh, no. No, they were fighting over that winery still, right? Oh, they settled that. Yeah, they settled that. Yeah. And Mark We Zep- had some of that wine last night, actually. Did you? The cheaper is version. It still good? Studio is it good? by you Miracle. you still enjoy? Yeah, it's the common man's rosé. Gotcha. And then Mark Zuckerberg says it's time to move on from the whole billionaire fight thing because it is clear to him that Elon is just not serious about it. Okay. What so gave you that? On. What gave you that thought, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's disappointed. Kind of sounds like it. And why would Foo Fighters bring Michael Bublé on stage with them to sing "Haven't Met You Yet"? Here's an interesting story. As a way to introduce Foo Fighters' new live drummer, Josh Freeze, Dave Grohl dedicated a portion of the band to running through some of Josh's previous work in bands, including Devo, Nine Inch Nails, Beastie Boys, and yes, Michael Buble. Hmm. However, as Dave Grohl is unfamiliar with the lyrics to Michael Buble's Haven't Met You Yet, he recently began welcoming fans to the stage who claimed to know the song, And during Foo Fighters headlining set at Outside Lands on Saturday, Grohl called up a super fan, none other than Buble himself. Here's part of the performance. That is a great They're song. in a Foo Fighters show. That's awesome. That is cool. And the crowd knew the, knew the lyrics. That is awesome. I, I love say, it when Tim tells the story of when he took Michael Buble a night on uh, Night on the Town. And one got of the coolest wasted. guys I've ever met in the celebrity world, Michael Buble. I can That's understand awesome. why uh, Dave Grohl and him are, you know, Buds. Have, have a friendship. Yeah. That's great. And that is your latest E! News. We'll have, see, Jen was whining about the crappy news today. She's like, there's nothing good today. <laughs> but we Plenty made it into stuff. something, didn't well, we? Well, we're trying to. <laughs> That's your latest evening news. I'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a $25 gift card to Papa John's. Try the most epic Papa John's pizza ever. It's the new garlic epic stuffed crust pizza. All garlic flavor you'll love in it, on it, and with it. We'll do it next. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Fake or For Real. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Doing great. I've got your headlines here. There are three of them. Pick the real one and you're going to Papa John's. All right. Okay, so here we go. Is it a woman goes to target practice for the first time and shoots her husband in the foot? Is it B, man follows GPS directions to a T and drives into a lake? Or C, a guy ran himself over, then got a DUI? I want to say B. 
No, it's not the lake, although you could totally see that oh. happening, right? Yeah. Oh, boy. I can. Yes. No, it's the guy that ran himself over. Oh, Lord. I know. <laughs> it happens, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty crazy. This is a textbook example of adding insult to injury. A 37-year-old Illinois man named Brian Baker got arrested for drunk driving near Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri on Friday after accidentally running himself over. <laughs> this is really... It happens. You can get out of the car and forget to put it in park. Really bad luck. I actually have done that before. When I was pregnant, you know, the pregnancy brain kicks in. Yeah, my mother did that. And too. I just got out of the car. And it just yep. went right across the street. <laughs> oh, jeez. I was like, oh, boy. Oops. My mother caught it before it before she was completely out of the car. But I remember she almost, like, she was sort of half out of the car. Yeah. And then the car almost, like, she could have easily. Oh, yeah. Me too. That could have easily rolled mm-hmm. over. Oh, yeah. 100%. And this guy unwisely decided to drive drunk. As far as I know, my mother was sober. A 34-year-old named Ashley Baker was with him and had also been drinking. We assume they're married or related in some way. He stepped out of his truck around 1.15 in the morning, but apparently didn't put it in park first. Ashley hopped in the driver's seat, but couldn't stop the truck before it rolled over him. Mm. He was seriously injured, but survived. And he was apparently in good enough shape to be arrested an hour later for driving while intoxicated. Wow. And the kicker here is Ashley also got arrested for drunk driving. Oh, boy. I don't have the details, except it was two hours after the incident. So maybe she drove drunk later that night, or maybe it was for hopping uh, in the back seat to try mm. to control the vehicle. Uh, wow. I'm not sure which. Mm. Yeah. Oh, boy. What a mess. Right. So, Nine News consumer reporter John Matarese is going to join us a little later. No good. What's John got going on Things today? Things you should be renting instead of buying. Oh, okay. It will save you hundreds of dollars. Hmm. That's coming up around 735. Plus, some of the day's news that didn't make the news. Coming up next. All right, 20 after 7. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. The Cure... For cancer, could be your least favorite candy. And robo taxi sex. <laughs> what? It is Monday, the 14th of August, 2023. We're Jeff and Jen. And here it is your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right. Well, Let's start with the lead story. Scientists have spent decades searching everywhere for a cure for cancer. So wouldn't it be a cruel twist of fate if it was hidden all this time in everyone's least favorite jelly bean? Oh, I love it. Is it in the black jelly bean? Yes. I I like black licorice. Me too. A new study has found that a chemical in black licorice could mm. help fight pancreatic cancer. Wow. Which is one of the world's deadliest cancers. Yeah. Experiments on mice have shown that a flavonoid mm-hmm. in licorice root can kill pancreatic san- cancer cells. Not the candy flavoring, actual licorice root. It's 
which is an herb that is widely used in traditional Chinese medicine. I've been taking it. Jacob was on it forever. Yeah. How's your pancreas feeling? Uh, You know, my pancreas is doing pretty good. Good, Um, good. The other thing it's really good for is if you have acid reflux or GERD. Oh, if nice. You, yeah, it, you should take it 20 minutes before you. They're like little, they call them wafers, but they're like little chewables. They're kind of like Tums, the same kind of shape and mm-hmm. and texture as, as a Tum, but it tastes like black licorice, and you take it 20 minutes before you eat, and it coats your belly and it's just It's just licorice root and pill form? Yeah, That's I mean, it's, it it's a chewable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, researchers have also found that it could make treatments like chemotherapy more effective. So... Uh, it is a very promising development, but the research is still early, of course, and doctors are warning people that you should not go out and consume large amounts. No, don't do that. It's it. different. <laughs> yeah. It's different. Too much of it, it can backfire on you. Mm-hmm. The American Heart Association says eating a ton of black licorice can also cause heart and kidney problems that in extreme cases can be life-threatening. And filling your mouth with black jelly beans is just nasty. That's not what you want to do. <laughs> your teeth are going to look weird. Yeah. I was, call, it's called hmm. DGL, if you want it. DGL. DGL. Mm-hmm. That's fine. We were at, uh, we went to Jungle Gems over the weekend because we got stuck out in a rainstorm. So we were walking through all of the aisles. And you know they have all the international aisles and the candy aisles and all that stuff. And I thought you were going to talk about, Jeff, those, you know, those candies that are, they look like they're made from styrofoam, that they are like little spaceships and you put them in your mouth and they melt and it's got like little teeny tiny, like almost like baby nerds inside. Mm -hmm. Do you guys remember those candies from when you were a kid? I don't. No. Oh my gosh. So you, they look like styrofoam and my kid wanted to buy them. And I was like, you are absolutely not buying those. Those are the worst candies on the entire planet. Oh, wow. And this mom walks by and she goes, she's not wrong. <laughs> Cause that's what it was. It would like, it melted in your mouth. It wow. would sit, and I'm like, how is this even like a real thing? I yeah. Know. I can't believe you guys have never had those before. Uh, never oh, even this, heard of it. Maybe I will have to buy them now. They were so bad. Our parents didn't buy them either. Yes, which... exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know. Yeah. If you ever take a self-driving taxi, you might want to wipe down those seats. San Francisco just approved a big robo-taxi expansion so they can run 24-7 now and more cars can be added. Uh, I've seen them. It's interesting watching when you're on the road with one. Uh, We were driving just a few months ago when we went to visit Ingrid. And you don't really realize it until you actually physically look and say, oh, dear God, there's no one in that car. Yeah, and it's it's driving. It's interesting watching the behavior of how they drive compared. You could totally tell the difference between humans and those cars because it's actually going the speed limit. It's actually obeying the The laws. Right. The rules rules of of the road. It's actually signaling when it's supposed to. Uh, but there is one group that is that uh, that is happy about it, despite the fact not everyone is happy about these robo taxis. Obviously, there are some safety concerns, uh, but one group of people who are happy about it are the people who like to do it in robo taxis. <laughs> do, do do robo taxis? Do they have like a steering wheel? Yeah. If somebody needs to jump in and Manual. take over manually, the ones I've seen do. Mm. Yeah, a writer for the San Francisco Standard just did a big story on it, and I saw it early this morning on one of the news stations that we were streaming in. The headline is, San Franciscans 
are having sex in robo taxis and nobody's talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be, I could see being, you know, young and frisky, why that would be, hey, you want to? Hey, I think we should. Why don't we? Yeah, okay, let's. Well, this reporter <laughs> spoke to four different people who said they've gotten it on or hooked up in driverless taxis before. That's funny. All of them were in cruise cars made by GM. One guy said he's done it at least three times. Now, are there cameras in the car? I mean, the people that I own the yeah, the people be. that own the car aren't they paying attention to? They have to have a camera. who's riding around and what they're doing in there, and if there's any kind of you know destruction to the vehicle, they yes. they want to know who did it. And most do, um, but the idea of having sex in these things is not exactly new. It happened. Plenty of times on the old HBO show, Taxi Cab Confessions. Mm. But not having a driver there with you means more people might be inclined to do it. Experts are not all that surprised, by the way. A study in 2018 (laughs) predicted that autonomous vehicles would lead to more sex on the road. Uh, But yes, those cars do have windows. Keep that in mind. And also security cameras. So everything is on video. Yeah. The companies don't always review the footage. Oh, so you might get lucky. But they can if they want to. And if you're caught, they could potentially ban you. For now, though, companies like Cruz are downplaying the issue. A spokesperson for their competitor, Waymo, which is the car that I saw, said the vast majority of our riders are respectful and follow our rider rules. All right, good. We've got to take a break right here. We know why you're waking up tired. Plus, 9 News Consumer Reporter John Matarese is going to join us. So you don't waste your money buying when you should be renting. He'll explain. Coming up. Hmm. Well, if you're dragging today, you can blame a lot of it on a case of the Mondays, I suppose. But if you're waking up tired a lot, one of these things is probably to blame. You've been doing morning radio for 20 years. That's exactly it. <laughs> Longer than that. Uh, here are the eight most reasons why we wake up tired. Number one, fatigue. Maybe you underslept or had a taxing weekend. Either way, you probably just need more sleep and a few days to recover. If you're constantly fatigued, get your annual physical to make sure there's not an underlying reason. I don't know if this is this is probably a bad thing, but like, let's see, Friday night into Saturday and Saturday night into Sunday, went to bed and I slept a solid six hours, woke up and I got up. I just, I, I don't see the point of lying there any longer. I'm not, I know if myself well enough to know I'm I'm awake. I'm not going to go to sleep. So mm-hmm. just lying there trying to force myself to go to sleep. And if I am somehow able to make myself go to sleep, I'll end up sleeping until 10 o'clock or something stupid. Mm. So that's, Mm-mm. that to me is worse. Don't you feel like half the day is gone? Yes. I, honestly, and I think that's just because of our schedules here. It's like if I sleep until 9 I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, I missed everything. Like, I'm already right. ready for lunch. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's 9 a.m. It's 9 a.m. and I've got nothing done. Yes, exactly. It's a mm-hmm. weird feeling. Uh, another reason we might be waking up tired, sedentary lifestyle. If you just sit on the couch and never exercise, your body gets used to it. So doing anything physical <laughs> yeah. feels more exhausting to you. 
So trying to get at least 150 minutes of moderate exercise each week. Uh, number three, anxiety or depression. People don't realize how draining, physically draining that can be, and it can mess with your sleep too. See a doctor if you think you need help. Some meds that treat anxiety and depression can cause insomnia. So keep that in mind as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, inconsistent sleep. Uh, That's us right here. We've heard this before. <laughs> uh, the experts have always said you can't really catch up on sleep, like sleeping 10 hours on Saturday to make up for the five hours you had the night before. So doesn't work that way. Try nope. to consistently get your seven to nine hours. Uh, number five, dehydration. Make sure you're drinking enough water this time of year, especially if you're out in the sun. Just being dehydrated can make you tired. Poor sleep environment or routine. To get your best sleep, your bedroom should be dark and cool at night. No TVs or screens of any kind, whether they're on or off, really. Stop using your phone in bed. Mm-hmm. Drink or do not drink caffeine less than six hours before bedtime. And avoid alcohol at least two hours before bed. Uh, number seven, sleep partner problems. Yeah. They snore. A.K.A. the person snoring <laughs> in your restless. ear or kicking you in their yeah. sleep. Stealing the covers. Or forcing you to cuddle when you don't want to. I have a, I have a cat that snores. Does that well, count? what about when people have Charlie their, snores. their kids in the bed, too? Like, my kid is the squirmiest little thing, man. I'm like, oh! When Jacob would sleep in my bed with me, he always had to have his feet on me. Oh, yeah. Something touching you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Feet. Cold feet. I can't stand, like, I am a bad sleeper just in general, but I can't stand sleeping with my kid. She is just, like, every time she moves or breathes weird, I'm like, bah! you know, yeah. I'm jumping. Uh, pets could pets could also be ruining your sleep without you even knowing it. So keep that in mind. And finally, sleep disorders. People with sleep apnea can wake up 50 to 100 times throughout the night. That's a lot. And never hit a really deep sleep. Uh, There are apps now that can help you track your sleep patterns, so that might be a good place to start. Or your doctor might want to send you to a sleep lab like mine did to get the most accurate results. Is that where you put all those, like, things all over your body and your head and yes. on your chest, and then you a, try to go to bed? I'm a lovely selfie <laughs> of myself that night. I always wonder, do they give you something to help you fall asleep? Cause nope. Isn't it weird, though, having everything on you? Yes. Yep. I, I did imagine. a sleep study once, too, and, it's, and it doesn't even get very dark in the room, and they're coming in, and... You're like, I mean, of course I'm sleeping like crap. I'm covered in electrodes or yeah. whatever they are. Oh, yeah. I mean, we and I, Jacob did one once. And that was, I think he slept for an hour if the even, entire probably, night, yeah. if that. It, it was it the same situation. Yeah, it took me a bit to get to sleep, but I did eventually fall asleep. And I, I want to say I maybe got about five, five Do and a half keep, hours I was that say, night. I did it right around the corner here on Red Bank, one of those little uh, office buildings. At the time, I don't think it's there anymore, but it mm-hmm. was. Do they They've keep you moved. until the morning? But or what? If you, oh, like, they kick you out at like six or seven, don't uh, they? I was gonna yeah, say, like, what up. if you wake up like you do at four a.m. and you're like, I'm up. Will they let you go home? No, they woke me up, but they also had me go to sleep at some ungodly hour of like eight or. Uh, nine they try to get you to go to bed yeah. really early. Yeah. That's not gonna happen. Come on now. Right. All right. They say everyone loves a bargain, and that is true. But seeking out deals can be a very time-consuming hustle. But 85% of people say finding a good deal on something is such a boost that it can literally make their entire day. 
In a recent survey of 2,000 Americans, 34% of those 2,000 Americans say they are the best bargain hunter they know. Nobody can out-bargain hunt them. They're the best of the best. And 85% of people say they search for deals today more than ever before more than ever before due to inflation. So, what counts as a deal? On average, Americans say an item needs to be at least 36% off to be a bargain. So it's got to be a little more than a third off to be a bargain, but one out of five people say, no, 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 it's got to be at least half off or more for it to be worthwhile. And a little more than half of the people said that even if they really need an item, they will hold off on purchasing it to see if it goes on sale, hmm. which I'm kind of that way, too. I mean, a good bargain's a good bargain, but I feel like for me to, for my whole day to be changed. Right. Right. It's got to be at least half off. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. It's, I'm not, I'm not, this is not limited edition. It will still be here. <laughs> right. Right. And 66% are confident they can find a deal on anything. And I'll bet John Matarese hears that all the time from people. Always looking for a deal. Always looking for a deal. Always looking for a deal. You name it. TVs, Halloween candy. (laughs) You actually make a living doing this. Yeah. (laughs) So you've got to be, you you are probably the best of the best of finding bargains and deals. You know how to look. You know how to search. Yeah, like I'm looking at some furniture right now. And, you know, stores have some little sales. It's like 10% off or something. And I'm like, wait a minute. We got Labor Day coming up. Labor Day is one of those big sales, like Memorial oh, Day. Yeah. And I'm like, let's just wait three weeks, and I bet, you know, the prices and all this stuff is going to be 25 30% off. Right. But then you got people like Jen Jordan in your ear saying, oh, but it'll be gone. Yep. Yeah, if you don't get it now, then it's just going to be gone, and Buy then what are you going to do? Exactly. Yeah. We just did a story about things that you should rent instead of buy. Jen, because okay. uh, this really can save you a lot of money uh, because, you know, you spend so much money on things uh, for the house, your clothing, your, your you know, anything you need. You're, you're always kind of always spending money and buying things. Mm-hmm. But there are so many things right now these days that you can rent, starting with clothing, because you've got sites like Rent the Runway. Yeah. And there are several others where it, it's amazing. And we've had women over at WCPO 9 over, you know, in the newsroom yeah. that, you know, it's like, how do they look so good with all these beautiful new outfits every month? Well, they rent those outfits and then they turn them in at the end of the month. And is that the big uh, go-to, like is Rent the Runway, is that the most popular? Yeah, that's the most popular. There are five or six others, but that's the one that comes to mind. But, you know, instead of buying these outfits for, you know, $200, you yeah. rent them for 30 bucks. Do sure. they ever complain about... Like the hygiene of it, like is isn't there like a party that kind of doesn't want to do that? Yeah, I suppose, but these things, you know, they come to you clean. That they've been cleaned, they've been folded. It's yeah. nice, delivered in a box, and mm-hmm. uh, and some women swear by it because they save a lot of money. And if if you have to look good, right. I mean that's that's one thing worth considering because you can you can save a fortune on that. You I mean, would I'll, do if I were if I worked in TV, I would totally do that. Yeah, if you were totally you know a TV meteorologist, you know you're there in the morning doing the weather, uh, you know every day. Day, you know why not yeah. um, rent rent clothes? You might not want to rent shoes because that's kind of icky. Yeah, you that know, is kind of and, and women in shoes. You yeah, just right. do, <laughs> do do like the women you work with. Do you know if they get 
feedback if they wear like, oh the goodness. same outfit. Oh, yeah. constantly. Yeah, like constantly. I've seen you in that twelve oh, times. Yeah. And men, mm-hmm. uh, and men, it's not that way at all. In fact, one TV guy did a he did a study. He wore the same suit every day for two weeks. To see if anybody knows. Not a comment. No, with the same shirt, <laughs> with the shirt and tie. He changed the shirt and tie. But he wore the well, same why. suit. Because the every... suits all look the same. And that man was John Matarese. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was so six you don't months waste worth your money. Of, of the same suit. So there's some other things you can rent uh, instead of buy. If you need tools, Home Depot, and there are other stores that mm. do it. I do it all the time. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Tim, any, any type of power tool yep. you need. I mean, uh, you know, you need a Sawzall. You need a pressure washer. You know, why buy a pressure washer for, you know, $400 when you can go rent one for what? 45 bucks. I was going to say roughly yeah. 40 bucks for a 24-hour period. Yeah, and you yeah. spray off your sidewalk, your driveway, everything like that and then you and then you bring it back. And there's so many of these tools that you can rent and you don't have to spend the hundreds of dollars buying them. Wow. Really a neat. That's a, one of the best things you can do renting instead of buying. So there's just a, there's just a lot of things that you can rent. This one's amazing. Caskets. Oh. oh yeah! Oh yeah! Because if you're gonna funeral homes will now rent I've heard you of that too. will now rent you a casket, uh, not you, but say for grandpa, because you know for the visitation it's this beautiful you know eight thousand yeah. dollar casket with the chrome handles and the mm-hmm. burnished walnut and everything. Yeah, but you know they don't really have to bury grandpa in that. They can bury grandpa in a plain box that costs three hundred dollars. And right. so now funeral homes are. Doing that more and more, rather than spending seven, ten grand. What are on they casket. charging? Do you oh, know? To rent it? A few hundred, yeah. a few yeah. hundred bucks. Yeah. That's so uh, huge you know, savings. that's that's uh, one thing. And then uh, campers. You know, people oh, want, yeah. they want to camper. I'm going to go camping. We're going to buy well, a camper I see that for thirty. Was yeah. there RV across America yeah. or something? It is something like dollars. that. And it's like, wait a minute, for two grand, you can rent a camper. You know, drive it for a week or two in the summer, and then you return it, and you don't have to store it. You don't have to fix it. You just turn it back. Yeah, in. some members yeah. of my family did that. Took it to the Grand Canyon. Had a blast. Yes, really? Yeah, yeah. You're only gonna go for a week. It's like, and then next year, if you want, you do another week. But you know, how it's, ex- is that expensive though to rent the camper? Twenty five hundred bucks. That's not you know, too you get bad your RV. for the week. It like uh, if you ever saw that Robin Williams movie where he rented the big RV and crashed, oh, yeah, yeah. crashed it into everything. With Josh Hutcherson, <laughs> he was in that. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. And they got pretty good customer service too. Like if anything goes wrong, you got a number you can oh, call. Some of those chains, if it breaks down and you're in the middle of Arizona, go to the Grand Canyon, you can actually trade it in and get another one. So, like a Hertz rental car. So, you know, just things you can rent. You don't have to spend all this money buying. I would add on to the camper thing uh, as someone who owned a watercraft before. uh, The the best day is when you buy it, and the second best day is when you sell it. Campers Um, and boats. But uh, they have that, uh, that service. I don't know what it's called, but they have marinas all over the country. It's a monthly fee. Mm-hmm. And then you can just show up and take the boat out whenever you want. Boat. It's my boat. I'm like, what? perfect. I don't have to go to the, the, the BMV and get right. licenses Re- for license it. Yeah. it. Register Pay taxes it, on it. Store it, tax, everything. Winterize it. Wow. There you go. As I always say, don't waste your money. All right. What are you working on for tonight? Oh, catalytic converter theft, really bad. We check out some locks and some alarms that you can put on your converter. If you park in the street, might be a good idea. All right. Thank you, John. It's 745. Uh, we've got some heavy downpours headed our way and a severe risk of storms this afternoon and this evening. We'll see a high around 81 by day's end. Right now it's 74 at Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, a brand new second date update. But first, Denise Johnson has your truck. <laughs> 
If you ever pull up to a Dunkin' drive-thru on your way to work in the morning and think to yourself, you know what I could really use is a drink Mm -hmm. right now. Uh, Word has it that Dunkin' is introducing a new line of spiked coffees. Okay. But unfortunately, we will not be getting shots of whiskey added to our macchiato. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Those espresso martinis are huge these days. Yeah, this is a new product that they're selling in stores that sell alcoholic beverages like beers and hard ciders. So there will be four flavors, original iced coffee, caramel, mocha, and vanilla. They come in 12-ounce cans and will have 6% alcohol, which is stronger than most mainstream beers. Uh, They also have four flavors of spiked teas, Jen. Okay. Slightly sweet with a twist of lemon, half tea, half lemonade, strawberry dragon fruit, and mango pineapple. And these will be 5% alcohol. I mean, I always did like a little Baileys or Kahlua in my coffee. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like, think about when with you want to wake up early and you want to go, you know, maybe tailgate and you don't want to get wasted. Or maybe you got to go to work. You want to have a little nip. Yeah. They are flavored malt beverages, so they're not gluten-free, you Mm. should know. Uh, No official release date for Ohio, but they're just a few weeks away in several states, uh, several of the New England states where Duncan is based, up around Massachusetts, Connecticut, New Hampshire, areas like that. Uh, More states will get them sometime next year. And these will be Duncan's first original alcoholic beverages. However, they've collaborated with Harpoon Brewery to make Dunkin'-inspired beers like Dunkin' Pumpkin. Hmm. Hmm. How about that? Which one are you going to try first, Mr. Dunkin'? Well, let's see here. Hmm. Hard to pick. You'll probably just get one of each. Take it all home and try it all. (laughs) Do a little tasting. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I mean, some of these are... See, I don't put any sugar or, or additives in my... I don't know, maybe even vanilla. You, when you did do sugar, how many sugars would you put in there? You put in a lot. Didn't you used to drink it like I did with quite a bit of sugar and cream at one point? I mean, when I was picking them up, Jen was getting an eight and eight. <laughs> no, it wasn't that much, but I think I was probably doing four and four. You don't think you were a six and six? Um, maybe. I, I, I think we I most say, might have been six and six for a while. How would you like it? Can I get extra cream, extra sugar? Sure. Light oh, and sweet. Yeah. Isn't light and sweet? Wasn't that the official? Yep. I want it light and sweet. Right, and how then is, it then how is it, it light with a turn into with a pile of milk in it. Well, that's what makes it oh, light no, color. It's their special no, it's cream. The color. Oh. The yeah. cream makes the it color, look light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but, but then so I remember lighter, the coffee is yeah. more more cream. Yes, and now I do Dunkin' Midnight, no sugar, and a little oat milk. That's it. The that's midnight something. is the dark one, right? I can't. I, I don't think I could do coffee without the sweet cream and in sugar. It. Without, yeah, I don't know if I yeah. could do it. Yeah. I like it just a little bit of cream. I got to get some of the edge off. Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want all edge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for the edge. All yep. edge. You're right. And my partner, Scott's like that, too. Just straight up. Yep. All right. 752. Let's do this. Steve is looking for a second date update. He went on a date with Jamie, and we're going to try to help him out. Hi, Steve. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for being brave. <laughs> I know it, right? Put yourself out there. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I put myself out here with you guys. I put myself out there with Jamie, and hopefully this will be better results. <laughs> hopefully. We'll see yeah, how it goes. fingers crossed. How did you meet her? Uh, so I met her on Tinder, and we went out for drinks and uh, ended up having a good time, you know. And um, I asked her if she wanted to go get dinner, and everything was great. We, we did that, and, uh, you know, we only, we only planned for having drinks, but things were going good. So we hung out for like four hours, I want to say. And um, that's a long you know, time. You, Four hours is a long time. Was there sex? Yeah. Well, if you want to cut to the chase, you know, <laughs> she does today, <laughs> folks. <laughs> I was kind of like, well, what do you talk about for four hours? <laughs> but that was the goal. Just was it not? Was that the plan well, to begin with? I'm not. I don't think anyone's complaining. No, but I mean, your intention when you connected with her on Tinder was that the end game. More immediate goal was to hook up. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a gentleman, but yeah, you know. <laughs> All right. If that was the plan, well, then then that's impressive. Okay, out of the four hours, how much of that time was spent talking and getting to know one another? Uh, I would say like... 15 minutes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We were, we were like, we were, at the, we were at the restaurant for a good two hours, and then, you know, she, she spent the night, so like... I don't know. I don't even know. Okay. Just a question. So this, I'm glad you brought this up because I would think like on Tinder, it's a tentative hookup. Like, let's get together for drinks. See Make if there's sure. chemistry. See how it goes. See if yeah. I want to hook up with you. If it does go well, then it's a definite, but I'm not 100% fully committed. Good for her for getting a dinner out of it too, though. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, obviously I found her attractive when I swiped, but, like, you know, she kept saying I was funny. So, like, I don't know. I kind of felt like the vibes were there, and obviously, you know. <laughs> women like men who make them laugh. It's true. And men like women who laugh at their stupid jokes. Yes, <laughs> especially if they're stupid and most people don't laugh at them. Right. <laughs> but in the morning, she was kind of t- uh, quiet, and, like, I figured she was just, you know, worn out, you know what I mean? But um, like I, <laughs> but of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I told her I'd talk to her later, but like I haven't heard anything from her. You know what I mean? Hence yeah. why I'm here. It's like, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Well, that's that telltale sign we look for. What was the vibe? I always ask people, what was the vibe like when they left? You know, did it feel weird? Did it seem different? And it did in this case. Yeah, a little bit. But, you know, people are weird in the morning and like, she wasn't running away, you know. She was there when I woke up, so. She might have been know, very self-conscious kinda... about how she looked, you know, her hair, no makeup. Maybe she hadn't brushed her teeth yet. She's about to do the walk of so, shame. yeah, she might have been like, eh. But then, like, why not text me back now, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, maybe that's all she wanted was just to hook up and then. And she's, do- she's done with you. You know, I better yeah. leave before he falls in love with me. Happens to her all the time, I bet. <laughs> she pretty charismatic. How would you describe her? I mean, she's really cute and like outgoing. So like her being like quiet in the morning was kind of, I don't know, different. Kind of a stark contrast to what you encountered the the night before, the day before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right, why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call her up, see what she's willing to spill. Maybe get a second date, or at the very least, some answers. Yeah, some answers. That's the goal, right? Yes. We'll do it next. The second date update continues. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Steve met Jamie on Tinder, and their first encounter was just drinks. That led to dinner, and dinner led to a hookup. (laughs) We've heard a thousand of these on second date update, right? 
And that could go a thousand different ways. In this case, it did feel different. Was it the next morning or was it still in the middle of the night when she left? Uh, it was the next morning. Next morning. So she did stay the night. They spent about four hours together, though, leading up. So, uh, hey, maybe for her, it was just that. It was just to love him and leave him, hook up. You know, Steve was pretty adamant that he and Jamie seemed to hit it off real well. She seemed kind of into him, you know. She's laughing at all of his jokes, seemed kind of flirty, seemed responsive to his moves, obviously. So unless there's anything else, Steve, that you can think of that would be pertinent before we make the call, now's the time. No, but I feel like I got to defend myself. Like, the sex was good, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's not that. Definitely not that. So. Okay. All right, let's call her up. Jamie. Hi, yes, who's this? Jeff and Jen, Q102, how are you? Oh, my God, are you kidding me? Dinner and drinks? <laughs> no, 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 that guy called you. Maybe. Oh, wow. Why, would that, is that a bad thing? Yeah, you're going to hear about it now, I guess. <laughs> oh, my God. Was was that just a hookup for you, or um, was there a possibility for more, but he blew it? Like, what happened there? Well, not at first. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is crazy. Um, There was some potential there, but I feel like this guy totally conned me. Conned you? Yeah, big time. Now, Steve said you two connected on Tinder, got together for mm-hmm. drinks. I guess there was an impromptu dinner that wasn't planned, but... After dinner, you went back to his place. Is that right? Yes, that's right. And at what point did the con take place? Well, trying to like think. It was back at Arnold's. That's where we met, um, just for drinks. And he was like, "Oh, let's go grab dinner." And I didn't have anything else going on, so I was kind of feeling him out. And I was like, "All right, let's let's go." And then he goes to pay the tab and he pulls out like that. Oh, shit, I forgot my wallet move. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, that's not a big deal. And I totally believe like it was just an honest mistake. So I paid for the drinks and we head out and we head towards the restaurant and he doesn't have a penny on him. And he walks me down to Crown Republic and nice. obviously like, totally expecting me to pick up the tab too, like there. And I was still like, okay, this guy seems nice. I like him. I was attracted to him and I was just trying to roll with it. He honestly seemed like a good guy who just seemed like he was making an honest mistake. So yeah, I'd never been there before. And as soon as I saw the menu, I was like, oh, oh, okay. This isn't like red lobster. Um, (laughs) I was worried, and he starts ordering, like, the octopus appetizer, and then he gets, like, steak and fritz for dinner, and I I was just, I don't know. I appreciate a good steak, so I ordered that, too, and then a couple drinks, and then later the bill came, and it ended up being over $100. Easily, yeah. So, yeah, yeah easy, and when it came, he just waited there for me to pick it up, um, 
And when I did, he said he'd pay me back the next time he saw me. Okay. Um, yeah, so we were both a little drunk because we'd had a few. And, yeah, I made the mistake of going back home to his house. And I stayed the night. And all the while, I was thinking he was going to, you know, at least give me half of what we said. Because you're at his house, for crying out loud. Right. And I left the next morning, and I saw his wallet on the counter, and he never even, like, reached for it, never said a word, nothing. So I just left and figured I'm just never going to see that money, and that's just not cool. And you didn't say anything? No, I didn't. No. Well, I mean, he may not have had cash on him. Can we ask him? He, we, we got him on the line. I don't I don't know how much. I have to, like, check my wallet now. I don't know how much cash is on me. Like, I didn't. First of all, I don't I don't remember it like this at all. Cause like when you when you paid at Arnold's, you were like, No big deal, I got this, don't worry about it. And then again at the restaurant, I don't know, like you should have told me if like that was a big deal. Dude, you ordered octopus and steak and you never offered anything. You never offered to even like cough up a dime and I saw your wallet. And look, there's Venmo, like something. Mm. Anything would have been nice, but like nothing, nothing. Come on. Did you think that when he reached back out to you and you didn't reply, maybe he was reaching out to get you money at that to point? pay pay his debt? Or I would have been like, "Thanks for dinner. Loved last night. It's my turn my to take turn. you out." There you go. Something. Something. Yeah. And that didn't happen. I mean, like I didn't. You didn't say that you like wanted the money. So how was I? How was I supposed to know? <laughs> but I would think if I found myself in that predicament, I would be so embarrassed. Like this is my first impression night. Yeah, yeah. Also, so immediately, I'm like, you need. Please give me an opportunity to to make good right. on this. Yeah. yeah, right. I would love or to take you out. Before going again. to the restaurant, let's. Can we run back to my place and grab my wallet, and then find a place closer to your house if it's too far away. Right. Yeah. Rather than yeah, just like presuming she, she that. Chill about it, so. Yeah. <laughs> so did you really forget it or was this like a play? Because I feel like anytime I leave anywhere, it's like the tap this pocket, tap that pocket, mm-hmm. got the phone, got the keys, got the wallet. I would have freaked my bleep if I didn't have one of those things yeah. somewhere along the line. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm not, uh, it's rare that I get carded anymore. So like it doesn't, I don't know. I don't always think about it. Yeah, I mean, I can't even go for a drive without taking my wallet with me. Just, I've got to have my ID. you got to have everything. Having said that, Jamie, would you say Steve has blown any chance of a second date here? Is this irreparable or? I mean, it was our first date and like he had so many opportunities. I just, this is his, like you said, like this is his best foot forward and this is, he sees nothing wrong with it. Right. What he did. So, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I'm okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Steve. Would you like to make an offer now to pay her half the money? I mean, like, she kind of embarrassed me, like, on the radio, so probably not. Okay. <laughs> See? Great. No, that's disappointing. <laughs> wow. Okay. Leads me to believe. Right. This is nuts. Yeah. Well, Jamie, I'm sorry it went down the way that it did. We do appreciate you taking the call and having the conversation with us and setting everyone straight. And, Steve, I, you know, I don't know what to say to you. Good luck to you, I guess. Yeah. What's that Facebook group? 
Oh, we can't say. No. Uh, <laughs> but there is one. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So if you need a little help with the second aid update, just send us an email. Jeff and Jenna at WKRQ.com. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. Play the 1K letter of the day. Next. Morning, D. How you doing? I am doing good. How are you? Doing good. Doing, doing good. great. Doing great. So big plans for your Monday? Uh, no, I'm actually at work. So. Oh, man. oh that's, that's a big plan. Yeah. That's a big plan. Yeah. There's a lot to get done. Yeah, that is a big plan. Uh-huh. Are you gonna Are you gonna stay there all day? I'm here till four. Till four. Yeah. 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 How long you work for the company? Um, well, I've only been um, with them. I used to work for them, but I've only been here two months now. Oh. Oh, so you left and came back. Yes. Yeah. You just couldn't stay away. They missed you, you didn't I, they? Yeah. They, they actually did miss me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's great to have you back. Yes. That's all I got And I say. hope you negotiated a hell of a deal. If they wanted you back that bad, I hope you got a big fat raise with more time off. <laughs> well, I actually did, so that was the good news. Well yeah. done. Sometimes you got to do well that. Done. Yep, and sometimes was, you got to leave. She was willing to walk away, yep. and she did, yep. and it all worked out. It all worked out in the end. That's well right. done. Well done. You know, that can backfire sometimes, so... Glad it worked for you. Yeah. Well, you got to be willing to walk away is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Well, you're not walking away from this 1000 bucks. You're going to get this done. You are going to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day in 30 seconds. You do that, you win the money. The only rules are don't repeat any of your answers. You can't have any help from anybody else. And the biggest clue, the biggest trick to winning is to pass quickly, okay? Okay. All right. Uh, D, That's today, yeah, I, I think you got a pretty good letter. You got the letter K, as oh. in kangaroo. Yeah, because what's okay. fun with that is, you know, K can be silent, too. Oh, like not I like know. Oh, like do you night know sound. that? Oh, good idea. Yes. Yeah. So don't forget that. Knight's in. The Knight's in. I stayed at one of those once. The purple and the red in the room. It was special. Oh, I bet. It was special. That's funny. All right. <laughs> Well, we got 30 seconds on the clock here. Oh, do you want to give her the rules and all that? I already did that. Okay, sorry. That's all right. Then uh, I won't start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. Okay, so here we go with the letter K. Name something you... You ready? Name something you do when you're bored. Kickball. Something hot. Pass. Something blue. Pass. A meat. Kangaroo. A TV show. Pass. Something you catch. Cancer. Something you wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Something you clean. Nice. A not a car part. Knife was good. Look at that. I know. I was thinking all the fruits like kiwi, Kit Kat. Yeah. Yeah. Kia. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Oh, Kia. I would have never thought of that. Something Something I do when I'm bored. You play kickball. I knit. I knit. I have a knit. You could use that kickball for something you throw, something blue, Kia. Yep. Yep. Kangaroo was good. Oh, yep. Kangaroo was good. Is yeah. it? I've never had it. Well, I did see it. <laughs> <at> <laughs> Jungle Jim. Say that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It was. If I took my yeah, mom yeah, for the I first. Got, I could not eat a kangaroo. Well, I, I could not I do it. Either. Eat my a mom, chicken. I couldn't either. Oh. <laughs> my mom for the first time went to Jungle Jim's, and I really enjoyed showing her the exotic meat section. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. There, yeah. And you're like, oh, 
Okay. I know. How often do you get your yeah. kangaroo? What day does the kangaroo? I don't eat it. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, it was lovely talking to you, Dee. Hopefully, this is not the last time, and we'll yeah. chat again sooner than later. All right. Thank you. Yeah, take care. Nice try. Good talking Bye. to you. Bye. Yeah, we're expecting some storms between now and, say, 11 o'clock noontime. And some of, the more, some of the more severe stuff could happen this afternoon with a high of 81 today. Right now, it's 74 at Q102. All right. What is the weirdest lie you were told as a kid? That's next. First, check on the roads. Here's Denise. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.